Did you know that Delaware has endless discoveries? The first state invites you to explore miles of beaches and boardwalks, dozens of unique breweries, award-winning restaurants, some of the country's best state parks, beautiful garden estates, and even tax-free shopping. There's plenty of fun for the entire family and more. Find trip ideas and all the info you need to plan your Delaware discoveries at visitdelaware.com. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Welcome to Cogill Wine and Film, A Perfect Pairing. I'm film critic Gary Cogill, and today, one of the contenders for Best Picture of the Year at the upcoming Academy Awards. It's a film from Irish writer-director Martin McDonough and starring Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson, and it's called The Banshees of Inner Sharon. Plus, Oscar winner Ray Fine stars in a dark, dark comedy playing a world-class chef who just hates the people who eat his food. And it's called, he does, he hates, he hates his darners. He knows them. And it's called The Menu. I'm Smollier. Haley Hamilton Cogill, we head to Ireland to pair with the Banshees, where whiskey and we- and beer do reign over wine. So we will pair the Banshees with a favorite libation I enjoyed on my trip to Ireland. Oh. A hearty, carb-heavy Guinness stout. Yes. It's, it's basically like a loaf of bread in a glass. <laughs> and we'll take a note from the menu to pair uh, with one of the f- wines feature one of the f- wines featured in the film. Nice. So um, and it was a little difficult to figure it out because they kind of breeze by the wine. They hide the bottles very a lot. quickly. But um, from my recollection, Domaine Breton's Cabernet Franc from Loire Valley was one of the featured options. Nice. So we'll get into a little bit more about that in a bit, but first, Gary, let's dive into the Banshees. Let's dive into the Banshees. So this is one of the most celebrated films of the year. You were so. Uh, let me just yeah. also preface because yeah. you, I, this film wasn't necessarily on my radar. You watched most of it and then said we kind of really need to watch this because it is really kind of standing out as a big, um, big one. potential Oscar contender. Yep. It's won a lot of awards. Um, so so tell me tell me why. Okay, let me do a little background check here first. Um, Writer-director Martin McDonough has done some really good films. He did seven billboards or three billboards outside of Emmy, Missouri. That, that really right. good little film. Um, he did seven psychopaths. He did a film called In Bruges, which is a wonderful Irish film also with um, the, the same two actors, with Brendan Gleeson and Colin oh, wow. Farrell years ago. So this is his turn time to work with them again. And it, it, it's, it's, it's labeled a dark, tragic comedy. So I look at it as funny, but I look at it as more serious than funny. Right. I kind of giggle through once in a while. But there's a sense of dread through this whole film. And it's beautifully photographed on an island off the coast of Ireland. And it's... You know, there's there's a lot going on. There's a there's a war going on in the mainland, and they're on this little island. Everything seems really idyllic, but it's not idyllic. It's dirty. It's hard life. Right. People are farming. They've got donkeys. Donkey has a great big part in this film, 
and they're two friends. And, you know, your social existent on, existence in this movie on this island basically boils down to a handful of people. Right. And, so and you he, have to walk a very long way to see And you walk a long time them. to get to the pub. I mean, you, you're walking. You know, we think, oh, they live by the ocean. But they don't have any. They have very little heat. And it's cold. And it's cold. <laughs> and it's dirty. It's always cold. You bring the animals inside when it gets really harsh. And, right. And so he has a beer with his buddy. Colin, Colin Farrell is this wide-eyed, kind of an innocent, not terribly educated guy. Doesn't think a lot about deep things. because. Right. He's kind of happy where he is, and he just wants the same thing every day. And one day, his buddy, Brendan Gleeson, who's much older and cantankerous and plays the violin or the fiddle, uh, just says, I don't want to be your friend anymore. Doesn't want to meet you at the bar. And you have no other existence other than that. And the only guy in your life that for years has met you for a drink every day and you've shared your life stories with, all of a sudden doesn't want to be your friend anymore. He doesn't want to tell you why. And at one point, he threatens him and says, you know, if you keep, and Colin Farrell just keeps going and begging his case, going. Well, and it's, I, you know, and it's also like they didn't then choose to avoid each other. They, they Basically, Brendan Gleeson just sat across from him at another table in the bar. Talking to other people. And it's, and it's like, well, if you're going to not want to talk to me anymore, then go someplace else. This is my bar. This is my pub. Yeah. So I'm I'm adding I, I'm like you I'm watching this and all of a sudden it turns really really dark because Brendan Gleeson says to him and I'm not this is this movie's been out a while yeah. if you keep bothering me I'm going to cut my fingers off if you keep bothering me I'm going to cut my fingers off when they say that in the movie we both looked at each other and went that doesn't make any sense yeah. I mean have an argument have a fight move do what do whatever you need you can't really move there's not a lot of moving in this movie. And, of course, uh, Colin Farrell's got a sister that lives with him, Carrie Conan, who's another big Oscar contender. And, and um, she's got her own life going on. She can't wait to get out of there. Right. She just wants to get out of there. She actually has an opportunity to get off the island and, to get off and the island. do something. And, actually, Brendan Gleeson probably would get off the island if he had something else to do. But he's kind of just given up on life and doesn't – I'm going to spend the last maybe five years or three or four years of my life – I don't really care about this guy anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't care about anybody. And uh, and I'm just going to kind of write and play my play my play my fiddle play my fiddle, take care of my animals as best I can. And so, yeah, that's kind of it. You know, that's kind of it in a nutshell. I, I I don't understand all the big hoop to do over this movie. It's kind of perfectly made, and when you watch it, the acting's fantastic in it. It is funny and it is really dark. But I know that people that embrace this film so much that they think it's one of the greatest movies ever made, and I'm not wow. in. I'm not in that camp. I just, I think Tar is a much better film. Yes, Tar is in some ways. It's not similar. In some ways, Tar is is really kind of a perfect little film for me too. But Mark McDonough is a really good writer, and every time he makes something, he gets all these Oscar nominations and you know three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. It's big Oscar winner for Francis McDormand. Yeah. And also for the, the the other actor that was in that film. So I, I I appreciate everything about this, but when you start cutting fingers off, I just kind of well, and it just it just seems so. It wasn't funny to cut the fingers it, off. No, it's completely illogical, and and maybe that's and I, I know what you say that they made the film they wanted to, and yeah. not the the film that I wanted them to see. But I just I I, I just the the context to me was just so absurd and cruel 
that cruel is a great word that I just had no interest in it. I mean, it's I just found it to be really, and if anything, of course, that it made you sympathetic for Colin Farrell. Right. So that's I, if that was the emotion that that he was hoping to evoke. Okay, great, but but again, it's kind of like, well, why? It's yeah. and 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 if there had been a a reason, which I don't know, I might have fallen asleep at the end. Maybe something <laughs> came out at the end that that had some reason for why this no. this happened. Okay, no. then that just it just makes no sense. It makes no sense that one day you wake up and if there's n- not a specific event or a conversation or a something that would make you say, okay, I just don't want to be your friend anymore after I've been friends with you for 60 years, then it's right. it just, I just, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, what, what it did make me want to do, though, is have a cocktail <laughs> and, and maybe five to get through it. To get, I love that. I love this conversation. So, what what would you pair? Well, with and Avengers? so I, you know, basically the, the the five people in in on island go to the pub and drink some whiskey, Irish whiskey, of course, and a pint. And if you are in Ireland or really anywhere, and you order a pint, you've been all over Ireland. I have. We've yeah. we've uh, a southern southern part, not. Northern Ireland, but yes, um, Dublin, all the way across to Shannon. You were three girls on a trip, on a car trip. I, I did. It was very interesting. I don't think I'd recommend it. <laughs> Why? Because it's three girls in a car driving on the driving wrong on side the wrong of... side of the road. Yeah, <laughs> I just sat in the back seat. Oh, it sounds terribly really exotic, cool. just like living in this village. Oh, wasn't that just awesome? <laughs> there were there were. Definitely some some absolute amazing highlights, including going to the Cliffs of Mar and and looking out and in all honesty, remember standing at various spots, whether it be um, in the town of Cork or or the Cliffs of Mar and and saying, wow, it looks just like Kona, or it just reminds me of the big island. It looks like YPO Valley. It's, I know, but much colder. Well, but that's also because it was, it was before we had moved to the island and my heart was and is still there very, very much still there. Um, But when you um, order a pint in Ireland, then your pint is going to be of Guinness. And if it's not, if you don't want a Guinness, then you have to make sure to specify because basically if you're in Ireland and you order a pint, that's it's what you're Guinness. getting. And that's you're going to get a big dart. And it's it's big and hearty and They don't thick. bring a little light, light Guinness, do they? No. There's not a light Guinness. No, there's not. No. No. <laughs> I mean, you can order like a Heineken light, but right. it's, that's going to be – you have to then specify. Right. And, um, you know, Guinness has been around since the 1750s. Wow. Um, Arthur Guinness, when he um, started the brewery, he signed a 9,000-year lease on his same St. James Gate Wait, brewery. let me wrap my head around this. Nine, Arthur Guinness in the 1700s signed a 9,000-year lease. 9,000-year lease. So Guinness will always be made in Dublin. And it's just, it, it's, it's just, it's just a thick stout. 
Did you know that Delaware has endless discoveries? The first state invites you to explore miles of beaches and boardwalks, dozens of unique breweries, award-winning restaurants, some of the country's best state parks, beautiful garden estates, and even tax-free shopping. There's plenty of fun for the entire family and more. Find trip ideas and all the info you need to plan your Delaware discoveries at visitdelaware.com. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Put hair on your chest, <laughs> carb loaded. So, so sitting down with the girls on a road trip, and you go in and you order a Guinness. Stout, yes. Can you drink the whole glass? Um, my can you friend, drink the whole pint? my friend Judy did. Yeah. I and that's what was hilarious because you know Judy's a little marathon runner, and 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 at what a hundred pounds dripping wet. There's yeah. nothing to her, and that girl, I was just shocked at how she could throw back some Guinness. That's great pain. <laughs> um. I, I, it took me a little longer to get through um, mine. But I also love that there's, you know, when you see the, the Guinness um, logo, there's always a harp on it. And that is actually mm-hmm. um, kind of a nod to the Irish um, culture and the artistic thread that's uh, carried throughout Ireland. The harp is um, kind of the national emblem. And so that's why they incorporated it. I think that's on the Irish passport it is the, the harp it's the, the yeah. on the the front cover of the wow. Irish pa- passport so it's kind of a, just a nice nod also to the irish heritage and um and it's and it makes sense because it is a nice thick rich brew that in very cold ireland like on this little island you need to warm you from the inside out so when i think of uh, guinness and a stout uh, guinness i think it's got it's got it's got a beard this big on the it's top got, of it. Well, and that's because it's it, got it's so foamy on the top. That's because it wasn't poured right. So back in my um, back in my bartending days, I remember that we um, we got a Guinness tap, um, and it was a very big deal because we were it was a it was a big deal to add Guinness to the you know the Budweiser and Miller Lite that we were um, pouring at Lone Star. So, and and you're literally like. Pouring a Guinness is not like pouring it is is not like pouring an American beer. Right. You don't. I mean, you know, you should always tip the glass and always. then kind of just pull the tap and let it go. No, this is. It's like a. It's like it's going to take ten minutes to get <laughs> to make sure that that stout is poured correctly in the glass, so you don't have the big foam head on top. It wow. should actually. You sh- You know. You should. If it's poured correctly, have a full, nice, full glass of Guinness. The Banshees of Inner Sharon. With a Guinness. With a Guinness. With a pint. With a pint. When we come back on Cogill One and film A Perfect Pairing, we're going to take a look over the dark and stressful film called The Menu, where Chef Ray Fines decides he doesn't like the people who eat and review his food. <laughs> and he decides to do something about it. And it's rough, and we will be right back.
Welcome back to Cogill Wine and Film, A Perfect Pairing. Ray finds one an Oscar for his role in Schindler's... Take two. Welcome back to Cogill Wine and Film, A Perfect Pairing. Ray finds one an Oscar for his role in Schindler's List and is now running a world-class <laughs> destination restaurant. Interesting uh, shift in your career there. It is a shift. Well, he's done a lot <laughs> He's in done a lot, those, I know, in, in the new horror thriller um, called The Menu. So we watched this a couple weeks ago, Gary. Yeah. Um, I was so excited. Because we're diners and we're foodies and we're destination diners. And we're and destination this, diners. And we've seen the trailers for this for a long time. And it's like, ooh, the menu. I don't know what's going to happen. Are these people are going to die? Are they all going to eat and get sick? Or is it just a, a, a gorgeous <clears throat> celebration of? Is it um, all put on? Yeah, or, yeah, you know, or something. You know, what what is this? It's what certainly, is this? and it's well, it certainly isn't what I thought. Now we know what it is. Listen, I think it's very well made. It's directed by Mark Mylod, uh, and it's based on an. A, but you know, it's produced by Adam McKay and Will Ferrell, who gets in there and does some pretty interesting things from time to time. And Hong Chow plays the assistant to the chef. She's really interesting in the film. It's got Anna Taylor-Joy in this film, who is the girl from Queen's Gambit. Queen's Gambit. And a whole bunch of other stuff now. But it's got Janet McTeer, who's a wonderful actor. Judith Light, uh, who we remember a lot from television. John Leguizamo. And they all play diners. So it's it's a restaurant of a whole bunch of people that have been invited to eat at this place or made no, reservations. They've all made reservations, right. um, of which um, some of the guests include a food critic yes. that has review, reviewed his food before. Um, some guests are returning guests. Um, some guests are brand new. But in my little research, so each of these guests, to attend this meal, they had to um, – the 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 fee was like twelve hundred and fifty dollars, right? Just to go and have dinner, and it's on this little island, and they all take you up a in a little boat, boat yeah. and go over to his little island. Oh, it's beautiful, and it's it, theoretically it should be like a life changing dining experience, right? But then that's not. Really They're all happened. expecting that. That's what they thought they were all and there, up and for. so as. as as consumers of everything from watching Stanley Tucci eat, eat his way across Italy to watching Chef's Table and all these other things and the great uh, late Anthony Bourdain, we're thinking this is going to be very specific about food. And so there's a lot of tweezer food in it, but it's not really about the food in no. this. You know, they, they make they – make, although the one thing I thought was really interesting were the, the tortillas. The right. tortillas. But serving tortillas at this menu is also really, really strange. And he gets up and he does a big flare thing before every course. And then they bring out the courses and it's all a big show. And they open the cloche and, you know, the steam cup is out. And everyone's kind of disappointed with almost everything that's well, served Because they have, a, <clears throat> they have bread. They have a bread plate with no bread. <laughs> it's a whole dish that does it, that, that's, right. that's for the bread and there's no bread. <laughs> right. And they're trying to explain stuff. And, it, and it's, as it goes, so I don't want to give everything away, but we just talked about cutting fingers off in the Banshees of Inisherin, And this is also about that. This is there's an a entire lot of podcast finger <laughs> on finger cutting. And so, you, and it's, and so when, 
You know, there's a point in this movie where you realize there's some really bad stuff going on. You've seen the trailers. You kind of know it's a horror thriller. But is it all a put-on? And so by the end of the movie, is everybody going to pop back out and go, yeah, we're all okay? And I'm not going to give the answer to that. Um, um, I wish they would have. <laughs> but at some point when they start taking fingers off, you get real serious about this. And so it's it's his way to get back. And basically a death wish for everyone, you know, for him, for everyone on this island that, you know, I'm going to I'm going to throw it all out there for this big last meal. And then it goes from there. But I, I, I find the ending absurdly stupid. Right. The ending of this movie, I really disliked. And I rarely, you know, I'll, you give me whatever you plan to do. Mm-hmm. But I don't have to like this ending. I, I don't hate the movie. And I kind of think it's kind of interesting to watch for about half of it. And then when it starts to really turn, it it becomes something that I didn't find it very interesting. So I'm gonna I'm gonna. Throw, and it's getting a lot of Oscar buzz. It's getting a lot of buzz, but th- so the interesting thing, and and I believe that that I'm correct. So Mark Mylod, right? He's kind of known for for doing really great TV series. He Succession, did Succession, and Entourage, yes. and Shameless, yeah. and Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. And so one of my main issues with this film was, like, I didn't feel like I had the story. And I, I almost wonder, like, if if this had been a multi-part series mm-hmm. and I would have understood why each of these people dining were so loathable. Is right. that a word? Yeah. So so easy why to does, loathe. Why does he hate them so why much? Why does he hate these people so much? And, and what, many of them are loathable. And and yeah. and what why and and there's an old lady in the back and that ends up being his mother that he also kind of loathes and yeah. it, it like there's there's just like I I needed more context into into why these people were all so bad. And also context into him of why he would go to that extreme in this. I mean, and 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 if it's just because you've been a celebrated chef all your life, well then my God, dude, you gotta you basically get to do Go what to you the countryside love. in France and run a little or just or yeah, or yeah. I mean like what is it about so that that was kind of my main issue is I, I didn't understand why all of these people were so bad, and then why the Anna Taylor Joy, who character who wasn't actually supposed to be there, and then right. he kind of looks at her and he's like, "What team are you on? Are you on? Are you on our side? Or are you on their side?" And right. and that's also just a completely right. irrational thought, except right. for the fact that she didn't really care at all about food, and so if if it's if going on 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 the chef's side versus the diner side means that you just don't care, then, well, yeah. that's yeah. an interesting it, it, it left me, I, I found it really empty. Mm-hmm. By, by the end of the movie, I felt really empty about it and, it, and didn't care for it. And it and it's interesting because it is still a food movie, and they still did put a lot of effort into the creation of, of these interesting non-food food dishes like the bread plate with no bread. <laughs> with no bread. And they brought in um, 
So Dominique Crenn of uh, Atelier Crenn in San Francisco was mm-hmm. the food stylist and technical um, director, consult, or uh, the chief um, technical consultant for the film. They um, had assistance from the creator of Chef's Table. They, uh, you know, they 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 had the. They made sure that the plates looked the way that they were supposed to for what they were supposed to be. But then again, it was just kind of stupid. Yeah, yeah. I think I think if I was taking a screenwriter's class, this would this whole movie is tied up in kind of a neat little quick, fast bow. And it's also a horror film in many, many ways. Huh. Nope is a better film. Nope is a horror thriller to uh-huh. me that makes... That just stretches my mind out to all kinds of things. This didn't stretch me at all. It was kind of disappointing mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. So I, I, I think if you're you know a first time screen, you know, it's it, it's got a lot of nominations around the country for screenplay, but I wouldn't do it. Right. Tar is a better film. Banshees is a better film than this. Much better film than this. Uh, I think Glass Onion, to me, is a compare. I don't know why I want to compare it just because it's an ensemble movie. I'd watch Glass Onion. Three or four more times, I wouldn't watch this again. For me, I wonder if we need to, because I will. I, I do want to note because yeah, let's do it. We we when we did our show on Babylon, we had only seen it once. Yeah, and now we've and time. now we've seen it twice, and I appreciate it so much more than I did the first time. Right. Because the first time it was just all about the shock. And I was just so like, wow, they just did they are they are doing that. That that is actually happening on screen yeah. <laughs> right now. Yeah. Um and and then you get into the heart of what the film is. And I appreciate it so much, so much more. I don't know if I would have the same reaction to this. Maybe some of what I'm I I was looking to have fleshed out yeah. would make a little more sense now having seen it and going back. I don't know. But the one thing that was incredibly disappointing was that they kind of breezed by. They had these beautiful wine pairings with every dish, and yet they kind of just breezed by the the name and description. You know, all of them have this ridiculous description that's so... So not the kind of psalm that I ever want to be. Very pretentious. It's just so, um, and 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 kind of steps away from some of the beauty of of what the wine um, the wine is and delivers. Right. But they are still pairing a lot of wine, including um, Domaine Breton's Cabernet Franc, oh, which yeah. is featured. Um, and if I'm correct, I think that it is noted to have to be biodynamic with a with a bit of barnyard funk, which you know is actually it's called bread. It's actually a real thing, but um, but that's kind of the 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 pretentious notation that they add to it. But the wine is actually a beautiful wine. It's is imported it? by Kermit Lynch, and basically anything that Kermit Lynch imports, um, I am. I am a fan of. I think they have an incredible team of of tasters that find really special, often family-owned um, wineries throughout France and Italy, and and the wines are are always just just beautiful. Um, so Domaine Breton, it's based in the Loire Valley in the Touraine region, which is kind of right in the the central part of of the valley. Um, 
towards the east, closer to Paris, you have more Pinot Noir and Sauvignon Blanc. And then in the center of Loire Valley, you have more um, Chenin Blanc or Bouvray um, and, and Cabernet Franc, which, um, and then towards the coast, you have more of the Muscadet um, white wines. But this, this little pocket, so you are incredibly close to Versailles, and it's, you know, Loire Valley, it's like the land of castles. It's just so stunningly mm. beautiful, and, um, and a lot of wineries are very focused on um, clean farming, organic, um, biodynamic, um, easily sustainable, really showcasing the beauty of the land. Um, Catherine and Pierre Breton, um, their family has um, wine growing traditions that date back to the 1880s, um, did uh, became completely organic in 1985 and then by 1990 biodynamic as well. Um, and and the really beautiful Chenin and stunning Cabernet Franc. And I'm such a, a fan of cool climate Cabernet Franc. You are. To begin with, yeah. um, especially when it's well made. Sometimes it, it can, um, if it's slightly unripe, get a little vegetal kind of green peppery, but when allowed to fully ripen, just has these beautiful floral notes of violets and rose and this luscious red berries and cherries and and it does have a little you know it can get a little bit of kind of this bready kind of funkiness that you'll often find in and and really in and some burgundies as well yeah. Pinot Noir um, from Burgundy but if it's you know kind of well maintained it's it can be really delicious and and pair easily with something hearty as well as something a little bit lighter. So goes well with fingers. Goes well with fingers. In the finger show. <laughs> or maybe a burger. A burger. Yes. <laughs> with that good funk on it. Next time on Kogel Wine and Film A Perfect Pairing, it's a weird, strange, odd, big budget little movie from writer director Noah Bombeck. It's called White Noise. And Brendan Fraser is possibly working his way towards an Oscar in a Darren Aronofsky film. It's called The Whale. And with that, I'm Gary Cogill, and I'm always looking for the next great film. And I'm Haley Hamilton Cogill, always in search of a great glass of wine. Join us next time on Cogill Wine and Film, A Perfect Pairing. Aloha. Did you know that Delaware has endless discoveries? The first state invites you to explore miles of beaches and boardwalks, dozens of unique breweries, award-winning restaurants, some of the country's best state parks, beautiful garden estates, and even tax-free shopping. There's plenty of fun for the entire family and more. Find trip ideas and all the info you need to plan your Delaware discoveries at visitdelaware.com. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions.